All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Better Than Never. <laughs> ah, shit. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest just went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I would say a big f you to Nick. All right, let's bring it down. We got a busy episode of Better Late Than Never. Episode 115 already. Can you believe it? We're having fun, aren't we? It's been a busy, busy week for your boy. If you've been hanging around, if you're a regular listener, if you're a weekly listener, I say thank you. You will know that last week my episode aired a little bit earlier because I had to go to the Tool concert last Wednesday night. We're going to cover all that. I actually saw three shows last week. Busy week for Bag Milk. A lot of shenanigans, and I'm going to tell you all about it. First, I'm going to tell you about the audio department. Of course, the audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize the potential and share their message through sound and story. Go check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. They're the title sponsor of the podcast, and the fine folks over there are helping me make it sound a little bit better. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah! I'm excited, too. Let's get to it. Huzzah! Satan's fired up. How could you not be? I'm going to kick things off where I ended last week's podcast by, of course, talking about the Tool concert. I have never seen Tool before. I had never seen them, knew all the jams, knew all the songs, knew all the things that you would expect a person to know who's like a casual fan of Tool, I guess you could say. I feel like that's fair to say as a casual fan of Tool. But uh, I got to go to the concert with the fine folks from Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. They were really, really great to me. The whole night was fantastic. And I just want to talk about it. 
I want to talk about it because I don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like that band. I don't know that I've ever seen anything quite like them because undoubtedly, unquestionably, masters of the instruments. From the time they started with Fear Inoculum, that was the first song they played, which was off the new album, it was just kind of like, all right, here we are. From the start of that show to the finish, it was bone-rattling. The bass was fantastic. Watching Danny Carey play drums was ridiculous. I had the absolute best time. Plus, drinking a bunch of red wine that night, red wine lifestyle was alive and well. Of course, if you're a huge Tool fan, you would know that Maynard James Keenan has his own winery, and we were drinking wines from that specific line of wines, whatever they're called. From that specific... Bleh. My point here I was getting at, what a show. What an absolute masterpiece of a show. The highlight, and I knew it would be, was Numa. Numa is an absolute banger of a song, and I'm begging you to do me a favor. If you were just a fan of music at all, if you were a fan of just musicians at the height of their game doing what they do and being as completely dialed in and locked in and tight as a band could be i beg of you to go to youtube right now check out numa but the danny carey perspective danny carries the drummer basically it's got an iso cam on him while he plays that song and you'll just be like wait a minute how many drums are a part of this kit is it 50 how many arms do you have sir is it a thousand because you look like you have a thousand arms the way you play that thing fucking awesome I don't know what else to say about it. Awesome. From the time I walked in to the time that the uh, Jay drove me home, what an absolute masterpiece of a concert. So again, I know this is the audio department that lead off the podcast, but I want to shout out Trilogy Oldfield Rentals for just including me, bringing me along, and just giving me one hell of a night. That was one of the best shows I've seen in quite some time. The music was fantastic. The visuals were just as incredible. There was a great laser show. They had a big screen with projections and all kinds of imagery on it that was perfectly synced to the music. Awesome. Another thing that's awesome, you know me, I'm a little bit of a weirdo. Do you know what I look like? Depends if we've met an event. Probably not, though, if you're listening to this. Maynard James Keenan, the singer, the quote-unquote frontman of the band, I mean, it is his band, he hides in the back. He's off in the shadows. He's by the drum kit. You don't see singers do that much. So he was popping up and down on these platforms the whole time, dancing and grooving, and then he would go over to the other one, dancing and grooving, and then he would switch back and forth. He was completely out of the spotlight, and I loved it. As a weirdo myself, loved it. I don't know why he does that. I don't know what his thing is. But whatever that thing is, it resonates with me, friends. And I had a great time at the Tool concert. It was absolutely wonderful. Tool concert? Does that mean you were shopping for power tools like a new drill or maybe a Dremel, something like that? No, Quads. Tool is a band, and I went and saw them. Oh! That's a crazy name for a band. On Saturday, of course, there was an Oilers game on Thursday. By the way, I showed up at Nation HQ on Thursday morning for some early meetings. I don't know that I've ever been that hungover in my life showing up to work. I mean, I have, and I'll do it again. But that time was just kind of like, oh, rolled in there. Nothing but waters. Couldn't drink my coffee. It was one of those days, friends. The red wine lifestyle is awesome. It is excellent, and in the moment, you are powering through. You are the most powerful human being on earth, but if you have a red wine hangover, let me tell you, that is not nearly as fun. 
Are you going to tell them about the way you puked in the morning, or are you going to leave that part out? He gets up out of bed at like 5 in the morning, everybody else in the house is still sleeping, and he goes downstairs, Call them dinosaurs. That's what you get. That's what you get. I regret nothing. It was fantastic. I'm just being honest while saying this. Thursday, obviously, there was that Oilers disastrous game against Minnesota. I was on the post-game show. All I wanted to do was go to bed, but Aaron's like, I need you, man. You got to be on After Dark. Are you not going to be on After Dark? You can't skip it. You're on the schedule. We do have a schedule for those things, and you're on the schedule. Do not skip it because you were on the schedule. And I go, Aaron, fine. I want to go to bed right now, but I'm not going to. I am going to be a good teammate. I'm going to be a good coworker, and I am going to get myself on that podcast, even though all I want to do is go to bed. So what did I do? Did my thing. Satan came out. I was there. It was great. Everybody loves Satan. Everybody wishes you weren't on the postgame show, just me. Then, Friday, had a great team dinner. Frank Saravalli was in town from Philly for the Heritage Classic. We're going to talk about that at length. Don't worry about it. Went out for a nice dinner as a team. All of us went out. It was great. Nice glass of wine. Only one this time. Beautiful dinner. Nice glass of wine. Doesn't get better than that. Right? Of course. And then on Saturday, I was like, all right, Saturday, it's a day at home to chill, day at home to do nothing, day at home to just get a little bit of work done because Sunday was going to be a very busy day with the Heritage Classic in town. Had a bunch of sponsored stuff to write. There was a lot going on. So I'm thinking that I'm not going to do anything Saturday. I'm just going to chill. I'm not going to put on anything other than my sweatpants and I'm going to just do my thing. I'm going to work at my leisure. Maybe wake up late, have myself a coffee late lunch, maybe a little brunch, hit the town, check out some of the events. That was my plan. And then Jay goes, hey man, word on the street is we could have some passes to get to this NHL event that they're throwing at Midway. The Arkells are paying. Do you want to go see Arkells? I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd love to go see Arkells. We interviewed them on the real life. We uh, interviewed Max from Arkells on the real life podcast a little while ago. Really nice guy. Really, really nice guy. They got the new album out. I'm excited. I'm like, I love live music. Just saw Tool. It was great. Weren't, wasn't necessarily the biggest Tool fan on earth, but I know all the jams. I was super pumped. I appreciate people at the top of their game. And Arkells, come on, a Canadian version of that? I'm into it. So we go to Midway on Saturday night. Late, too. It didn't start till 9 p.m. I'm exhausted by this time. I'm like, oh. Had to have a coffee at 8 p.m. I'm like, this is either going to pay off really well the way I need it to, or I'm going to be up all night and I'm going to hate my life tomorrow. We shall see. But we go to Midway. I walk in and I go, holy shit, there's a bunch of people in suits here. Where's all the people that look like me? Meaning bloggers and hoodies and toques. And then I found him. There's Tyler. There's Jay. Found him. I wander on over. I go, Tyler, where do you get that drink from? He goes, oh, the bar's over there. I'm like, how much are drinks here? He goes, they're free. What did you say? I said the drinks were free. They completely free? Yeah, they were free. I didn't have to pay for anything. Why not? How many did you have? What about the food? Did you eat cheesecake? Oh my God, how many drinks did you have? I had a couple. I knew I had a big day on Sunday, so I didn't want to overdo it. But yeah, we partied. We partied. We watched our Kels. Incredibly tight band. Now, the thing that I wasn't really expecting was when I heard our Kels were playing, I was just like, oh, I just imagine they're going to play all their tunes. So before the concert started, I text Tyler, I knew who I know is a big fan of Arkells as long as well as his lovely Mrs. Amber. So I said, help me out. I got to do some homework. 
What do I got to know? What do I got to learn? What's the jams? Hit me up. So I listened to nothing but Arkell's music on Saturday afternoon. I was prepping. I was ready. I roll into the event. And what did they play? Next to none of them. Not, well, they played a couple of their jams. You know? Payphone was a great one. Would listen to that any day of the week. That was an absolute smash. But the rest of the time, they played covers and really good covers. They played uh, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. Like, everybody's going to have a good time when that comes out, especially when the band absolutely nails it the way they did. Like I said, I don't know very much about Arkells outside of their Canadian band. Uh, we learned yesterday on the Real Life Podcast that Arkells is the name of a street in Hamilton. That's where they're named after. We're learning. But what I learned is that that band is rock solid. They are tight. All of the musicians are fantastic. And man, can they put on a party. Great entertainers, great musicians, wonderful. Second concert of the day, or of the week. Then the next day, of course, we got the three songs from Nickelback during the second intermission at the Heritage Classic. I had never seen Nickelback before. I loved it. I loved it to the point where I was just like, damn it, only three songs? Fuck, man, push the game back a little bit. I want some more hits. Let's go. The thing that, you know, we've said it on Real Life, we've said it on Oilers Nation Radio, I wish that the stage where Nickelback played at the Heritage Classic was just set up from Jump Street so that when the intermission happened, when the period ended, they could just go out and start playing. We could have probably got another two, three songs in there. But they had to come out and set up and blah, blah, blah. They played How You Remind Me, they played Saturday Night's All Right, which is the Elton John cover, and then they played Rockstar. Great jams by Nickelback. That band takes a lot of shit, and I don't even necessarily know why. They were never my thing. They were never my, you know, they're never my band. But I always respected that they were selling out arenas and they were selling millions of albums. And how could a band that does that be bad? I don't get it. Even if it's not necessarily your tunes, they're not bad. They're objectively good. They sell out arenas all over the world. And for the first time ever in front of 55,411 at the Heritage Classic, I got to see it with my own eyes. And man, they were great. It inspired me, honestly, to go see Nickelback next time they roll through town. Provided that tickets are reasonable. I was going to go this last time and they were not reasonable at all. So I go, not going to Nickelback. But I think I'll go next time they're here because those three tunes that they played at the Heritage Classic were great. Chad Kroger, you could tell they're as far as band being dialed in, they are just at the top of their game too. So in a matter of, uh, was that, five days, I saw Tool, Arkells, and Nickelback. That is arguably one of the greatest musical weeks I have ever had and it may not ever be topped. I'll have to go see Blink-182 four or five times in a row. Every single city, I'll have to go see them on their next world tour that's coming up next summer. I'll just have to follow them around like I'm a Grateful Dead fan, and that's the only way it's going to top the week I just had because that was some great, great music, all three of those shows. Uh, and, and again, the Nickelback one was too short for my liking. All three of them were great. All three of them were great. I had a blast. I was so It was so much fun. I just had the best time, and I want to thank everybody for making it possible. Again, Trilogy Oldfield Rentals. For the Tool concert, uh, Frank Saravalli and Amal Delich, who is our uh, new head of podcast and original programming, they were the ones that hooked us up with the NHL event on Saturday. And then the Heritage Classic, I just bought tickets. Shout out to Nickelback for being there and putting on a great show. Had to be Nickelback, right? Alberta's own Nickelback. It's the Battle of Alberta at the Heritage Classic. Let's fucking boogie. I love it. You know I love it. Last thing I want to talk about before we get to the news is just today, November 1st, we launched the Nation Vacation to Arizona. Nationgear.ca, that's where you go get the packages. I'm looking in the back end right now. They are already selling. We are already moving tickets. We are already moving spaces. And if you want to come on this trip, you have to get them now because it is going to sell out. We are going to... 
in nine days, I'm going to Seattle for the nation vacation to Seattle. That thing sold out like that. And if you don't think that the Arizona one is going to do the exact same thing, well, you're going to miss out. If you are a procrastinator, get yourself going today. Pretend that the deadline was yesterday so that you actually do it today. I'm a procrastinator too. I get it. I know how it goes. But ultimately, this is when you want to be at. When are you ever going to watch the boys play in an arena with a capacity of 4,600? That is ridiculous, man. That is ridiculous. It's going to be great. There's going to be 50 of us. We're going to block out a whole section just of ourselves. It's going to be blue and orange in that whole section. I'm excited about it. You should be too. We are going down to Arizona in February. A little reprieve from winter. You deserve it. Buy yourself an early Christmas present. Nationgear.ca. That's where you get the info. That's where you get the tickets. Or you go read the article at OilersNation.com that I posted this morning. Until then, let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories. That's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. Again, that is ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. I am a Blue Cross member myself. Had to go get my prescription, my asthma inhaler yesterday. And thanks to having coverage from Alberta Blue Cross, it was cheaper than it was supposed to be. Really? That's all you need to talk about. I want to go back to the Heritage Classic again because we're talking about making memories. And what better memory to make than taking my old man to the Heritage Classic? He and I don't go to as many games together as we should. I get to go to a lot of cool hockey experiences and Oilers experiences. And unfortunately, my dad doesn't get to come with me as often as I'd like. A lot of times when I get tickets just dropped in my lap or given to me, they kind of come in at the last minute. So the old boy lives about an hour north of the city. And a lot of times it just doesn't give him enough time to drop what he's doing, get into the city and come to the games with me. So when it came time for the Heritage Classic, I go, it's got to be my old man. This is an experience that he's never had before. He's never been to an outdoor game. This was the second one I went to. I went to the 2016 game in in Winnipeg. This one was in our own backyard. My dad had to come, and it was great. We had a blast. And most importantly, 10 years full-time I've worked at this company. WeathersNation.com, that is. 10 years full-time, coming up in March, actually. And there was a lot of people he's just never met. Jay, never met him. Tyler, no. Nation Dan runs hockey fights, nope. Cam? Nope. Zach? Nope. You name him. He hadn't met him. So for him, it was cool to go to Greta to jump on the bus to take us to Commonwealth Stadium and just kind of see what the nation does. That bar was packed with people. And for my dad, he goes, holy shit, you guys are all, do you, this is all because you guys are packing the bus? And I go, yeah. And then a bunch of random people came up and said, hey, are you bag milk? And we're excited to meet. And my dad's never seen anything like that before. So I'm going to give a shout out to Shroom Sauce. He came in from Philly or just north of Philly, I think. And he was super, super nice. I met he and his wife. They were doing some oodle noodling. They went to the mountains. That was great. I also met, I also met Budget Mark Hoppus, who I've played plenty of his stuff. I think he was in from Kelowna, I remember correctly. He was super, super nice. So to you guys, the ones that came up and said, hey, are you bag milk? That blew my dad's mind. So I want to say thank you from me to you. I know sometimes it's nice to meet the nation staff and you go, oh, I'm in Edmonton. I want to meet Bag Milk. If he's at the bar, there he is. Let's go have a little chitty chat. But for me, from my end, 
It happens from time to time, not very often, but it has never before happened in front of my old man, and I absolutely loved it. So I just want to say thank you. You guys gave him an experience I did not expect to have. His mind was blown. He didn't understand it. Had somebody buy me a drink post-game at the bar, but also bought my dad's drink post-game at the bar, and he goes, why did you just buy us a drink? He says, oh, I love Oilers Nation in the podcast, and my dad goes, I don't understand. <laughs> I love that. It was great. So to all of you, thank you guys. So friendly, so nice, and so cool. Great to meet people that listen to the podcast. Great to meet people we interact with online. Super cool. And again, selfishly, thank you for giving me a memory in front of my old man that he's never experienced before. That was just a really cool kind of twist for me, you know? A really cool twist for me. Getting back to the Oilers, though. Again, we're working through the Alberta Blue Cross news. Yesterday, the Oilers sent Adam Ernie on waivers. They put Adam Ernie on waivers for the purpose of assignment to the Bakersfield Condors and have replaced him with a newly signed Sam Gagne. <laughs> Sam Gagne's third tour of duty with the Edmonton Oilers. It is weird to think that Sam Gagne is in his early 30s, but yet he feels like he's been around for 100 years. This is his third time back with the Oilers. Third time. It doesn't make sense to me, but yet here we are. Signed that one-year deal with the Oilers. He's coming in, provide a little bit of touch. He had five points in three games with the Bakersfield Condors. Again, that is not a huge sample size, but... He's coming back. Sam's coming home. He has now played 542 games with the Edmonton Oilers in his 1,015-game NHL career. 16 years he's been doing it. 16 years. Man, it feels like just yesterday he got drafted and was pulling all those dangles in the shootout. Just not the case, friends. 1,015 regular season games, not nearly enough playoff games, and I'm hoping that he gets his first taste of playoffs in Edmonton in round three. If you remember, the Oilers were going to the playoffs last time, and then he got traded to Detroit for Andreas Athanasiu. The fucking pandemic happened. The Oilers got bumped in the first round in the bubble playoffs. It was a disaster. Now Sam's home, and it feels right. The question a lot of us are asking... Why Sam Gagne? Why not Raphael Lavoie? I'll get to that in a second. Why is Sam Gagne the fit? And that's a good question. It's a fair question. We're talking about a bottom six rule. Jay Woodcroft said Adam Ernie, despite being a great guy, kind of is the one that suffered because the bottom six is not producing at all. Right now, you've got six players on the Oilers without a point. Five of them are forwards. So you had Adam Ernie, gone. Matthias Yamark banged up shoulder. Uh, Dylan Holloway, Ryan McLeod, Connor Brown, all without points. The the six players, Philip Broberg, also does not have a point. That's a problem. Sam Gagne clearly has his NHL hands. Bruce Carlock did a full breakdown of his games in Bakersfield. Seems like he's got his hands. Seems like he's got his hands. Will they translate to the NHL? Well, we know the boots aren't quite where they used to be. So I'm curious to see how this goes. Sam Gagne is just back, and I'm just excited about it. I just think that having him back in Edmonton makes me happy. Sometimes it's just nice to be happy. Hasn't played a game yet. I don't want to argue with anybody. All I want to say is Sam Gagne is back in an Oilers jersey, and I can't wait to see Rogers' place erupt tomorrow if he is in the lineup. If Gagne is in the lineup, he's going to get one of the loudest cheers of the season. Just like Connor McDavid did on Sunday at the Heritage Classic when it was announced that he was playing. Thank you. I mean, we already knew he was playing because he was practicing on Saturday and he was buzzing, but come on. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Speaking of Raphael Lavoie, 
Yesterday on Sports 1440, he did an interview with Jason Greger. Jason Gregor. And he said, I quote, The goal isn't to get to the NHL as quickly as possible. It is to stay in the NHL as long as possible. Of course, Lavoie was just named the AHL Player of the Week this past week. He had a Gordie Howe hat trick, had some offense, got some points. He's leading the Condors in scoring right now. A lot of people want him up. Toot sweet, but I wonder if he's going to get the Yamamoto treatment. Do you remember? It wasn't so long ago, friends, where Kyler Yamamoto didn't get recalled to the Oilers until the back half of the playoffs. It was like New Year's Eve, I think, maybe. Or uh, not, I said back half of the playoffs, but I mean back half of the season. I'm pretty sure it was around New Year's Eve, something like that. I remember a game where the Oilers almost blew like a five-goal lead. I guess that was against the Rangers. I feel like it was against the Rangers. Either way, from the time Kyler Yamamoto came up in the back half of the season, he was lights out for the Oilers. Of course, you'll remember the new Dramoto line. Absolute gas. Will the same thing happen with Lavoie? Is that the same plan? That is what I am betting on. If I was to bet on when Lavoie comes up, I'm going to say shortly before or shortly after Christmas, and he will be here for the remainder of the season. I think there's a plan there to slow play him. Whether or not we agree, different conversation entirely. But right now, that's my plan. And I think that's what the Oilers' plan is. Is it a good one? We'll see. Can Sammy Gagne contribute? I bet he will. Even if it's just coming out, uh, even if that's just coming from my heart and nothing else. We all know how biased you are. Let's not pretend you're not biased. Sam Gagne is a great story. Everybody in this city loves him. But don't be surprised to see people turn on him if he doesn't produce in a real way and very quickly. Damn you, Satan. Damn you. How dare you put that negativity in the air? Not on my show. Not on my show. No, thank you. Other news I want to get to. Can we stop talking about Connor Brown being waived before the 10th game? I get it. The guy doesn't have a point. I just talked about it. He's one of five forwards without a point. He is signed for 775 this year, but it's not really 775, is it? It's 4 million bucks. Although 3.25 of that gets deferred to next year. That's a problem because you're looking at a guy who's got zeros across the stat sheet. I get it. But the Oilers aren't going to waive him. They're not going to waive him. I promise you they are not going to waive him. Can you hear me? They're not going to waive him. Now, I get the math point. I really, really do. I get the cap point. In fact, there's part of me that agrees with you. But on a human level, on a reputation level, I just can't see the Oilers being like, we're going to sign a guy. By the way, Jeff Jackson, new boss in town. That was his client, by the way. You think new boss in town is going to ship his old client out or allow his old client to be shipped out like that after a start like this? It's not going to happen. It's not going to help things going forward, signing free agents if they do it. It is something we have to deal with. We have to hope that Connor Brown rebounds. It's just not going to happen. It is not going to happen. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this right now and you're mad, you're like, bang milk, you don't know anything about anything. You shut him down, save the money. I get the logic, but it's not going to happen. Rational decisions. Rational. Besides, I think he picks it up. He's getting some good looks. He's just got no luck. If he had no, if he didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at all right now. That's just my opinion on Connor Brown. He's had a couple of good looks in the last two, three games. He's going to score. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores tomorrow against Dallas. Would I bet on it? Probably not. But would I be surprised? No. No, I won't. No. And happier news. 
today, Stuart Skinner's 25th birthday, and on Sunday at the Heritage Classic, all I could think about was how cool it must have been for Stu, for Brett Kulak, the hometown kids, to be participating in a game like that. Brett Kulak obviously opened the scoring for the Oilers. Huge goal in front of 55,000 people, in front of probably, I'd love to know how many tickets those guys had to buy for their friends and family that are just around. They must have had whole sections to themselves. Kulak, Skinner, thought about both of those guys. What a cool moment for a hometown crew. Love that. Happy birthday, Stuart Skinner. That is coming up today, 25 years old. Good for you, Stu. The other thing I want to touch on is Vinny DeHarnay scored his first NHL goal. Absolute snipe, too. Sure, you could say it rebounded into the top corner, but it, like Tyler said yesterday on Oilers Nation Radio, if you time your blink perfectly, all you'll see is a top corner goal. And that's how I'm choosing to remember Vinny's first. That is how I'm choosing to remember it. Other news I want to talk about. Oilers Halloween party was this weekend, and I love that they had four games. First of all, the schedule sucks ass. How do we play on Sunday against the Flames and nothing until Thursday? I don't get it. It annoys me. Objectively, it's probably good because it gives Connor a little bit extra time to recover. It gives Ekholm a little bit extra time to recover. Anybody who's got those early season bumps and bruises, a little bit of time to extra, a little bit extra time to recover, and that's objectively good. But for me, spiritually, I hate it. The good news is when you have your Halloween party and you've got no games for four days, you have got a green light to give her, and I assume that's what the Oilers did. A lot of the costumes came out. Uh, plenty of the boys were dressed in a Harry Potter theme. The problem for me was we were trying to do a game where Kennedy walked through everybody's Halloween costume yesterday on Oilers Nation Radio. I've never seen Harry Potter. So I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. You might as well, you're speaking like you're from fucking Middle Earth to me. You know? The ones I did know, Dreisaitl and his lovely girlfriend, they dressed like David Beckham and Posh Spice. David Beckham actually shared the pictures of Dreisaitl on his Instagram story. The whole circle of handsomeness was completed in that moment. The most handsome Edmonton Oiler, arguably ever, in Leon Dreisaitl. Prove me wrong. Prove me fucking wrong. Gets shared by one of the most handsome men ever. If you haven't watched the David Beckham docuseries on Netflix, it's great. Go watch that. Lastly, to wrap up the news, Steve Steyos named interim GM in Ottawa after Pierre Dorian was fired this afternoon. Peter Shirelli's still waiting around. I don't know if he's ever going to get the gig once that interim tag comes off Steyos, or maybe it's just going to be Steyos going forward. I don't know for sure, but Peter Shirelli is still in that organization. He is still waiting in the wings, and damn it, do I hope he gets a job. Let's go, baby. And that's how we are going to wrap up the news. I took her home from an Oilers game. I grabbed a beer and she asked for the same. I head back to the bridge for an IPA, but all I had was about that bags. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes it when you're out of company. I'll give the RV with an Oilers sweater. Your intro is a budget. Host. I guess I'll just sit here and check out better than there's nothing better late than never. Budget Mark Hoppus checking in. We are time to talk about some bets. Let's do it for our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly. Betway is the best sports book for you to use, provided that you want to do so. You know, betting not your thing? No problem. But you want to throw a couple of shekels down, you're 19 plus and you're going to do it responsibly? Our friends at Betway have got 
a laundry list of bets and props that you can make. So I'm going to walk through some of mine. Leon Dreisaitl from, of course, we're going back a few days now, the Heritage Classic. There just haven't been any games. So we're going to go through those. It was an up and down day for your boy. Leon Dreisaitl over two and a half shots. Nailed it. Total power play goals over one and a half. Nailed it. Although, it is weird making money on the Flames scoring two power play goals. That was the only two goals they scored, I guess. So it's fine. I guess if they're going to score power play goals, I might as well make money off it. Oilers puck line. That means winning by two plus. Nailed it. Evan Bouchard, I had him to score an assist, did not do it. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I had him to score a power play point. The Oilers did not get a power play goal, did not hit it. The three-game parlay I had that night on Sunday also checked. Why? Because I feel like Bagstradamus sometimes. It was one of those days where I was excited. It was one of those days where you're shooting guns at everything in terms of spraying the field with prop bets. And I came out ahead. Not only was I excited about the game, the Oilers were excited to play. The Flames looked like weird strippers, and I feel like they all kind of universe wanted this to happen, resulting in me making some money. Thanks to our friends at Betway. I'm very, very excited about it because I am 19 plus, and I can do so responsibly. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, takers of me to tool. And more importantly, uh, you know, an oil field rental company. They are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. You always like to know what kind of tools they have, and I always like to tell you. Rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coils and tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tools for any job. It is TrilogyRentals.ca. I don't have a right to sack beating today because everything's going pretty well. Sure, I could complain about the schedule and how the Oilers haven't played since Sunday, even though they have 14 games this month. A lot of them in the back half of the month. If you go check the schedule in the last two weeks of the month, it's every other day, every other day. And now to start off the month, spread out. Again, objectively, it's fine because it gives Connor a little extra time to heal. Matias Ekholm, I said it before, objectively, it's fine. It hurts my feelings. Am I upset about it? A little bit. Do I wish that somebody consulted me about the schedule? Absolutely, yes. Are they going to? I know that is not going to happen. So sometimes I just have to shut my mouth and pretend that I don't really care when I do. You know? You walk around this house all the time talking to yourself. Oh, why don't the Oilers play tonight? I wish the Oilers were playing tonight. Here I am having to flick my bean all the time because I got nothing else to do because you got no friends and no hobbies. That was mean. That was really mean. But like I said, I don't really have anything going on that's bothering me right now. So thankfully for our fine folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, I've got a guest righteous sack beating. But first I have to give you the button and then I will play the message. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. This one comes in anonymously, so we'll see where we go. It's time for righteous sack beating. Uh, good afternoon. So, when clicking <laughs> on a website, I promise, ladies and gentlemen, it's not of websites of ill repute. I'm the dog here. Good afternoon. So, um, enter your easily accessible password. It's normally a load of fucking letters and the occasional swear word, because I'm normally pissed when I'm creating it. So um, <laughs> that, that's gone well. Um, right. Okay. Forgotten password? Yep. 
Okay, that's Donkey Volley. It's amazing that he leaves messages with the accuracy that he does. This RSB, where he doesn't know his own passwords, this reminds me of talking to my mom. And my mom is in her 70s. And my mom goes, hey, bag milk, do you know what my password is for Facebook? I'm like, mom, why would I know that? It's your password. She goes, you didn't set this up for me? I go, no, you did it. She goes, oh, I guess I'll check my book. And I go, what are you talking about checking your book? She got a little book where all her passwords are written down. I'm like, don't do that. I set her up with something better in the time since. I went to Kelowna. I saw her in September. I sorted this out. So don't worry about it. But Donkey Volley here kind of reminds me of my mom. We'll see where this goes. Let, let's go there. Champion. Right, we're going to go there. So, <laughs> would you like uh, to reset your password? Yes. That's why I've clicked on the fucking button, you absolute quim. Right. Um, so, uh, so we know it's you. Um, would you like to enter the password you've clearly forgotten about? And then we'll send you an email to reset your password. <laughs> Guess what? Get fucked. Anyway, that's my righteous sack beating. Cockwombles. You want to see a man, boy? <laughs> I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Can somebody please help Donkey Volley out setting a password? Maybe get him one of those uh, password protector programs, you know, like PassPack or something like that. I feel like we need to help Donkey out. He's struggling there. He's a man alone. He's a man alone out there, and we need to help him. We need to help him. For our friends at Trilogy Field Rentals, there was the righteous sack beating. Well, howdy now, friends. Whether you're down here in Texas, up there in Sherwood Park, stuck in Wanye's basement, or two inches inside of a badger's <laughs> a badger, you're listening to <laughs> Better Late Than Never with Bag Milk. Yeehaw! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What a bumper. <laughs> what a bumper. For my friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, it's time for the voicemail. 
The Tonali has landed. Started at 47.190. You can book a test drive today. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. I was there last week on Friday. Somebody's trying to buy my whip. The Stelvio could be leaving me. To be honest, I get it. That car rules. So when they call me and they said, hey, bag milk, somebody wants to buy your car. I'm like, all right, I'm into it. I'm into it. They should absolutely buy the car. You can give me something else. I go, well, let's talk about a Tonali maybe. So I'm looking at the Tonali. This thing is dope. Again, starting at 47190 It is your introduction to luxury. It has got everything you could ever hope for in a car. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Go get yourself a test drive. I promise it's going to change your life. It might even make your wiener bigger. I mean, that's anecdotal. Happened to me. Anecdotal. Could happen. Maybe. It didn't happen. Let's not kid ourselves. First voicemail comes in anonymously. What do you got to say? Mate, I just want to run a correction. Um, that, that um, well, I mean. <sighs> Duke's not starting off great here. He's fumble fucking these words. So he's got something to say. I'm going to give you a moment. Give you a breather. Let's get back to it. No one actually said it on the podcast last week. Well, you know, but um, man, ask Donkey Volley how how awake he was during that Winnipeg Jets game. Interesting that he gives a recap about looking flat when that motherfucker was asleep. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. Oh, yes. I don't blame him. If you remember back to last week's voicemail, Donkey Vol was like, all right, we're getting ready for the Winnipeg Jets games at 5 a.m. It is currently 11 p.m. Let's go. All right, we're getting ready for the Winnipeg Jets game. It is currently uh, 2 a.m. It's coming up at 5 a.m. Let's go. All right, we're looking to get ready for the Oilers Winnipeg Jets game at 5 a.m. Let's go. Not surprising to me at all. Not surprising to me at all. Just again, going to these two have a group chat that I am also involved in on Instagram. And it seems like they had a three hour phone call between these two lunatics a little while ago. I wish there was audio recording from that one. Who knows what they're talking about? I'd love to know. What kind of weird shit are they getting into? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture it. I'm trying to figure it out. It's just a bunch of insults back and forth going, oh, and then the other one calls it, donkey fucker, something like that. That's what you both sound like to me. Just kidding. I love both those guys. They're great. Dangerous Wade, you're up. Hey, BM. Uh, I actually had a quick question for Dukes. Uh, didn't want to message him, figured this was the best way. Uh, since he's such a big sports fan, I was wondering if he knew the nickname of the New Zealand badminton team. Couldn't find it online, so figured I'd ask uh, Mr. Big Sports Fan down there. New Zealand badminton team name? Like, there's got to be, there's got to be a joke here. No way! No way! No way! No way! There's no way such a bad name is their actual name. There's no way! No way! Yeah, way. Looks like uh, this is according to the New Zealand Herald. The New Zealand New Zealand Herald it looks like a reputable <laughs> reputable paper. The New Zealand badminton team is called the Black Cox. The Black Cox. And as you can imagine with a team name like that, the headlines are unbelievable, including the the Register, which is a different publication in New Zealand. And the headline from September 15, 2005, once they got a win, is New Zealand finds black cocks hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Wow. Thank you for that, Dangerous Wade. I learned something today. The New Zealand badminton team. Interesting name choice. Just putting that out there. Shout out to Dukes because I'm not privy to their cuntiness. Might be my new favorite saying. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm not privy to their cuntiness. It's sharp, though, when Duke says it. He's got a real hard delivery on it. That's just the Australian way, though. That's just the Australian way, and I respect it. Can't wait to meet that guy when he comes up. Uh, A lot of dick so far. This one comes in from Vinny's Cock, so a lot of dick on the show this week. What's up, Bag Milk? I I just got to say, I'm I'm pretty pissed off right now. Pretty ticked off. Pretty flabbergasted. Just not happy. Just pissed. That would be a sad, floppy schmeckle if if we're, we're doing a visual. Just quite ticked off with the Oilers, you know? Just not happy, you know? Like, we just deserve so much better. I'm quite flabbergasted about them. Just not happy at all. Goodbye. <laughs> uh-huh. Why did you have to title the voicemail Vinny's Cock? I don't know. Clearly that came in after the Minnesota game. It's been a while. This one comes in from Sad Matt. I'm going to guess that Sad Matt also left a voicemail after the Thursday game against the Wild. Big milk. Uh, You do sound like Sad Matt. This is Sad Matt, appropriately titled. I'm I'm about to watch the Oilers-Rangers game. Oh, I said said Wild. I keep saying Minnesota Wild. It was the Rangers. Rangers. It was Doug Waite and Charlie Huddy Knight. Forgive me. Been a long week. Done a lot of drinking. It's not often I go on four-day benders anymore, but I did this past week, and I regret nothing. Rangers, not Minnesota Wild. You know, I'm ready to be hurt again. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the Oilers to hurt my heart once again. They did, but I'm I'm not ready for Evan Bouchard to be personally responsible for three goals. And I, I realize that you're going to pause it right there, and you're going to be like, "Well, yeah, it's not just Evan Bouchard's fault." <laughs> You, you, you do listen to this podcast. I was actually going to say there was a lot that was Evan Bouchard's fault, especially against the Minnesota Wild. That time was for real. That was for real, for real. Like that one, he couldn't handle the puck. He was handling a little live grenade in his own end. Crazy game by Evan Bouchard. Back to you. Oh, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you, babe. Why did it do that? Audio department, I thought I fixed this. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to do what they told me to do. Adjust this knob right here. I'm going to touch this on the touch screen on the roadcaster. Let's try again. Milk. There we go. When your brain falls out of your skull, when mm. you cross the red line. That's right. It's your freaking fault. Mine leaks out of my nose. <laughs> and I, I mean, I've had some issues with friends over this. I mean, people say I've been getting too tilted about Evan Bouchard not knowing how to play defense. But we just gave the guy a big contract. Like you'd think that maybe he'd sit down for a second. And he learned how to play defense. Is it really that hard? Like, I understand it's the NHL, but it's a professional athlete. You're getting paid damn near $4 million a year. Mm. You'd think you would be able to do the one thing that is in the name of your position. Anyways, um, hopefully they don't get stomped tonight. I'm already depressed. 
Um, yeah. Anyways, bye. <laughs> well, how did it go, Sad Matt? <laughs> how did that game against the Rangers go? Oh, terribly. We should never speak of it again. I agree. Back to Vinny's cock. I'm back, and I'm not happy. <laughs> uh-huh. High school, absolute war zone. Like, it sucks to cheer for the Oilers at the high school. You know, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It is horrible. Not good. Not good at all. I'm ticked. This team better win the Heritage Classic. Otherwise, I'm going to be flabbergasted even more. You know, it's not happy whatsoever. Anyway, <laughs> goodbye. It's funny to listen to these now uh, with the benefit of hindsight, right? Because after the Rangers game, if you had listened to After Dark, I was so mad that night. Not only was I hung over and tired and just wanted to go to bed, I was just so mad on After Dark after that game. I was just raging. I was like, you got to win the Heritage Classic. You better win the Heritage Classic. The Flames are terrible. I know the Oilers have been terrible too, but the Flames are awful. You got to beat them. Thankfully, they did. All's right in the world. Let's see what Nick has to say. Nick, what say you, sir? So, Bag Milk, um, the Oilers just got shut out by Jonathan fucking quick <laughs> on the Charlie Huddy Doug Wait night. Uh-huh. Um, and the bar I was watching that game at had $3 highballs on special. Ooh. So you bet your ass I drowned my sorrows in rum and coke. Rum and coke is the best cocktail out there. I don't want to hear anything else. Rum and coke is it. What I would like to add, though, I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a rum guy. Rum and Coke is, that is my drink of choice. What I encourage you to do, Nick, though, you're young. You're a young man. When you get older, you're going to look for tips to make sure that the the one the hangover doesn't turn into two or three days. Those are coming for you, my friend. So you listen to me now and you listen to me well and you keep this in your pocket for next time. I am a spiced rum guy. Doesn't matter. Can happen with any rum. Rum, Coke, and you get them to press it a little bit. Just a little splash of soda in there. About half and half with your Coke, I'd say. You're still going to taste the deliciousness of that cocktail that you know and love, but you're going to get a little extra hydration in there. Your body will thank you in the morning. That's why on Sunday for the Heritage Classic, I was ready to go despite drinking rum and Cokes all night long at R. Kell's concert. Woohoo! So I've had a few to drink, so let's get kind of personal here. Um, I did not sure. realize watching and following this Edmonton Oilers team would be like talking to women. In both situations, I have absolutely no clue what to say. Well, fair. Uh, I go like this. I go, hi, you're pretty. Me like you. And they go, I don't like you back. Well, onward and upward then. That is both for ladies and my hockey team. I am at a loss for words. Like, this team has been so, like, bad. I can't even, like, articulate it. I, I Similarly... When I'm at the bar or, you know, in public, I do not know what to say to women. Like, I, my assumption is when I see a girl and she's out with her friends at the bar, she's out there to have a good time with her friends and she doesn't want me coming up and talking to her. Thus, I have no business going up and talking to her. Um, Funny because the Oilers also have no business stepping on the ice with how bad they've been to start the year. In all seriousness, they're going to turn it around. I know they are, but they're digging themselves a hell of a hole, and I don't know if they can pull out of it. But it's still early. A lot can happen. Anyways, let's go Oilers. Can I give you some of my favorite pickup lines? Maybe you could try this on some of the girls at your local school. You dropped something, baby. Oh, it's my job. Uh... <laughs>
quads. That was terrible. What else he got? Hey, hey, girl, you owe me a drink because when I looked at you, you dropped money. <laughs> that one's just as bad. You got anything else? Something must be wrong with my phone. Really? What's wrong with your phone? It doesn't have your number in it. <laughs> I don't know how you got such a lovely girlfriend, Quads. Those, uh, those pickup lines are terrible. Back to the voicemail for our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Do, 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 do. Oh, yes. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Welcome to University Challenge with your host, Mr. Donkey Volley. Mm. And on my left, we have from the University of Australia, Mr. Dukes. Mm. Are you married? Yes. Good afternoon. Mr. Dukes. Are you? Um, your start of a term. What is your favorite color? Oh, you, mate, my favorite color is beef. (laughs) Incorrect answer. You forfeit everything. Good Lord. An absolute biff. (laughs) This is just so dumb. (laughs) Uh, Donkey Volley, I love you, man. Those two boys, Dukes and Donkey, they've brought me more joy than... I don't even know. I don't even know. Again, I should just, I could do a whole episode just reading the group chat and that's all the content I need. I could just do an hour reading the group chat because it's just mayhem in there. Mayhem. Kyle D. Embalmer, you are up next. Good afternoon, BM. Good afternoon. Uh, I was just listening to last week's Better Late Than Never. You made a comment about, thought I'd shit on Bouchard. But, I mean, the reality is, Bouchard's work speaks for itself. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, you, you rascal. You can't get in a couple episodes without taking a shot at Evan Bouchard, but, uh, you know, understandably so. He was not good. Not good against Minnesota. Just awful. I mean, to to be fair, called himself out. He goes, yeah, it's great when points are going in, but it doesn't really matter when you can't keep the puck out of the net, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Back to you, Kyle. Need to shit on him. So, um, for context, I'm recording this just before... Uh, Winter Classic, I think we're 45 minutes from it's starting on TV, probably an hour, hour and a half away from puck drop because you know how the NHL likes to operate those fucks. So Always on time. Um, really, I just wanted to leave a, leave, a, leave a message before the Winter Classic and then I'll maybe comment after. Um, I'm still kind of disappointed it's on a Sunday. Uh, I'm really disappointed I wasn't able to get tickets because I you know, didn't want to spend a mortgage payment to go watch the Oilers play the flames outside. But anyway, I hope you have fun. Uh, Go Oilers and fuck the flames. And let's hope Bouchard can have a good game tonight. And I want to predict a McDavid goal. Hmm. Well, now again, benefit of hindsight, no goal for McDavid though. Tinfoil hat is going on. Can you hear it? I think that goal went in on the breakaway early in the first period. That was under Markstrom's pad. I've looked at the footage post beers with a sober mind. That was in the net. Kyle, you should have gotten a goal from McDavid, but the NHL didn't catch it. Bouchard was fine. I actually thought that was the other's best game of the year. Uh, how much, how much, how much stock do you want to put in it? I don't know. Calgary's really, really bad. You got to enjoy the win. I think we all did, but 
back to work tomorrow against a very good Dallas Stars team who is actually playing Calgary tonight. So we're getting them on the second half of a back-to-back. Vinny's cock is in for a third time. See what I did there? Vinny goal! Vinny goal! We are so back. We are so back. <laughs> we are so back. Deharnay has the same amount of goals as Nazem Kadri. Not a big deal. He has more five and five goals than Nazem Kadri. Not a big deal. <laughs> Vinny Fernores, let's go. This is how we do it. We are back. We are cup bound. Plan the parade. I am so happy right now. Shout out to Vinny again. I love when players score their first NHL goal. It doesn't even matter who it is. It's just such a cool moment. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. You get to the league and you finally get that first one. But to do it at a Heritage Classic in front of 55,000 people, he'll never forget that. Not that he would have forgot it anyway, but that is an extra special moment. Again, another shout out to Vinny. Working through the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Here we go. Anonymous, what say you? Right. So in the spirit of, you know, free information and being open and honest with the constituents and the voters of Better Late Than Never. Thank you. Um, I just thought I'd sh- sh- share some facts. Um, got a little bit carried away over the weekend in the Better Late Than Never chat thing that we've got going on trying to organise this election. Uh, decided to sort of, you know, take it away and leave, let Bagmill get some sleep so I could, you know, shit in the mouth of that fucking (laughs) other thing. (laughs) Um, One way or another, it ended up on FIFA. And um, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, I beat Donkey Volley 9-0 in FIFA. Oh, dominating. um, If you want a leader who's going to be able to stand up to the tyrants and stand up to the enemies on FIFA 23. Choice easy. Both for dukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two, again, that group chat, buzzing. And it's all day. All day. I love it. Those two are absolute animals. Could not be happier with either of them. Also, I, I just had a thought. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. so I've been, I paused it this week. Um, so there's no, in case you're wondering, I'm not actually in a Texas high school football game, but I've been watching King of the Hill, um, Arvo's, whatever, cause fuck you, I'm a grown up. Damn it, Bobby. Nice man, I can do what I want. Um, and if you substitute Texas for Edmonton and f- propane for you know, sports media and American football for the Oilers. Is Hank Hill pretty much just a middle-aged Uramchuk? Hmm. Like, you know, and, and that's not a, that's not a, I'm not throwing shade at in any, I think, you know, it's not, it's not insult, you know. He takes pride in his lawn. He likes a cold beer after a hard day's work. Passionate about the simple things in life. He's, you know, no frills, doesn't need all the fancy shit to to have a good time. He just... You know what? I'm thinking about this as you're talking. Is Tyler Uremchuk a real-life Hank Hill? Could I see myself drinking beers with Tyler behind his house in an alley? Yes. Yes, I could. Could I see Tyler having a son named Bobby? And if he catches him smoking, making him smoke the entire pack all at once? Yes. Does Tyler love propane and propane accessories? Yes. 
is Tyler real life Hank Hill minus the Texan accent? Damn it, Dukes. I think you're onto something. Likes to fucking, you know, give it a red hot go and, you know, why bother being worried about the extra shit? A red hot um, go. <laughs> but saying that, was is definitely Dale Gribble. Yeah. <laughs> <Right> for Dukes. <laughs> By the bummer. Uh, by the way, Dukes, uh, Liam and Waz did not understand nor appreciate you thinking they were related. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Another anonymous message coming in on the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Welcome to some fucking nature program on the BBC. With me, Dukes for Edinburgh. Now, hmm. some of you might be wondering what the name of the New Zealand badminton team is. Well, I learned that earlier, but uh, Dukes Attenborough is sure to share it with us again. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, Again, I learned something today. If you peel back these shrubs here, look beyond the lake to the left of that (laughs) budgeragar and moose, You'll find <laughs> that they're called the Black Cocks. <laughs> now, some of you may also be wondering <laughs> what you might call a polar bear in the Sahara Desert. We're not going to get the answer. <laughs> Ah, Dukes, you rascal. You rascal. Is this another part to this, wherever you were going there? Who knows? Who knows what the fuck's happening? I have no idea. So, Mr. Milk. um, Yes. It was a Heritage Classic this weekend. And I gotta say, the Heritage Classic was a lot better executed than I thought it was going to be. It was great. Um, For a league that arguably doesn't do a very good job with that kind of stuff. I thought it was very well done. I think that the NHL's got the outdoor games dialed in at this point, to be honest. I think that that was, I don't know how many that's been, probably like 17, 18 at this point, if you include the Heritage Classic as well as the Outdoor Classics or the Winter Classics or whatever the ones in the States are called. I think they just have them dialed in. I was there, and as somebody who got to be at Commonwealth, I don't know if you were there yet, yet or uh, I don't know if you were there or not, Nick. I'm sure we'll find out in the rest of the voicemail. But I thought it was great. The only downside I had is a Commonwealth as a venue issue, more so than an NHL issue. It was one of those things where it's like, yeah, there are 60,000 seats in that building. But when 60,000 people are in those seats, the rest of the place is a mess. The concourse was packed. There wasn't enough kind of vendors to just satisfy the needs of people that were there. I just think it could have been a little bit better on that end. But overall, I had a blast. It was a great day. The weather ended up being perfect. It was a little bit chilly if you weren't dressed appropriately. By the way, my old man, I said this on podcast, but I thought it was one of the funniest fucking things ever. He It was the most dad thing ever. He's just pointing at people and goes, that guy's in a hoodie and a hat. He's going to be cold. That guy's only in a hoodie. He's going to be cold. That guy's going to be cold. He's not dressed appropriately. That guy doesn't have gloves. Hands are going to be cold. And I was just like, why are you pointing that out? He goes, I don't know. What are you looking at? And I was just like, players warming up, players doing this. There's, you know, a bunch of people watching to do. I just find it funny how we were thinking. But back to the point, Nick, I thought the NHL did a great job. Second, one of those that I've been to, and both of them have run very, very smoothly. 
I thought the setup was awesome. I thought the in-game experience was great. The WestJet fan park at Rogers Place, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Nickelback, incredible. They were great. The Oilers whooping the flames ass. Fantastic. I got to meet Frank Saravalli. Hell Absolute yeah. Absolute beauty of a man. I cannot express how nice Frank Saravalli is. He's great. Um, the only thing that sucked about that game was the fact that the concourse was could not handle that many people. Yes. And it was just straight. It was just people wall to wall. And I couldn't get another beer when I unfortunately wanted another beer. But the trick was, Nick, and we discussed this on Real Life, the trick to getting beers was you had to find the beer vendors. You had to find the um, the cold beer. Hell, those guys. If you didn't find one of them and you didn't find them when they were fully stocked, your chances of getting a beer from a concession were next to none. I couldn't get food. I couldn't get anything. But what I did manage to do was get beers from the vendors. And again, we've mentioned on other podcasts, but they did not change the food and drink prices. They were very, very reasonable. A tall boy was 10 bucks. Again, remember in the playoffs, I was complaining about we were paying $25 US for that same beer in the playoffs. 10 bucks Canadian, you will do that all day at a sporting event. And I did. Back to you, Nick. Uh, that's small potatoes because the overall experience of that game was awesome. I just thought everything was super well done. Um, but that being said, Big Milk, it's Halloween now, which means it's almost time for Christmas. Don't you dare. Which means... Don't you dare. Nope. You, I knew it was coming. I respect it. I respect that you just have that saved. But not on my watch, Nick. Not on my watch. The last voicemail in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. That is a terrible ad, too. Awful. Just terrible. I don't know who's writing these. I think that there's a point now where some of the ad agencies, they're just writing ads to annoy us. I feel like that has to be the play, right? The more annoying the ad, more will complain about it on Twitter, the more attention it'll get. It has to be. I don't think I'm wearing a tinfoil hat on this one. So if you are a marketing agency and you want to make some noise, make arguably the worst ad possible so that it annoys everyone that hears it. It'll stick. I feel like that's what's happening. That's how we're going to wrap up the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. One more reminder that the Tenali has landed. 47190. You can book a test drive today at alfaromeoedmonton.ca. alfaromeoedmonton.ca. If you want to leave a voicemail, you want to chime in on the messages, I encourage you to do so. You can chime in on the RSB. You can chime in on the voicemails. Just head to the link in my social bios. It's a link tree, and it's right there, friends. It's right there. Busy, busy week around these parts. Busy, busy week around these parts. Three shows for the kid. Four-day bender. Finally starting to feel myself again. I'm still very tired, though. I'm old now. I can't do this as well as I used to, but I believe in myself. I believe in you, and I thank you for listening. This is how we're going to wrap up the podcast. Until next time, maybe we'll get an emergency podcast? Maybe. Maybe?
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.